you know, when Micah was born in 2019, uh, the world looked one way. Uh, you and I were able to go in as a married couple into the delivery room with no questions about it. Mom, dad walking in, Micah was born, we're able to have visitors come in, no big deal. Uh, if it would have been uh, a year later, not even a full year later, nine months, whatever it was for 2020 when um, COVID got started, it would have been completely different. What was going on, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of 2021 Woo-hoo. of the Life in Rhythm podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Melissa. And uh, I feel like it's been a little bit since we've done a Life in Rhythm podcast, even though we did the whole Advent series through yes. the month of December. But um, but we're back. We're going to continue on with uh, faith, family, fitness, all the things that uh, instead of trying to strike a balance in a unbalanced world, we're trying to strike rhythm. Mm-hmm. And how do you move with that? And so we continue on here in 2021, and we're going to kind of pick up where kind of where we left off in uh, 2020. We talked about how the Bible talks about how kids are arrows yes. uh, to the parents, and we shoot them off, we set them out, and do all those kinds of good things. Um, so in the same way, kind of piggybacking off of that, we're talking about, um, I've been doing a Bible plan for the beginning of uh, this year, walking through the book of Proverbs. Um, so I'm doing one proverb a day, uh, through each day through the month of January. So there's 31 Proverbs, there's 31 days in January. So lo and behold, one chapter a day gets me through the entire book. Um, but the plan that I'm doing, they focused in on the beginning of Proverbs chapter 10, and Proverbs talks a lot about uh, this idea of wisdom, uh, is passing down uh, learned information from a father figure, uh, primarily the author of um, Proverbs is Solomon, King Solomon, who goes down in history as the wisest guy who ever lived, um, passing down information uh Wealthy, wealthy and earthly and whatever you want, knowledge um, to his kids. Um, and in the plan that I'm doing, the beginning of chapter 10 talks about the wisdom of a father and how within families there's values and uh, just what it is that the parent wants their kids to take away, um, how they want to invest in the kids' lives. And, and when everything's all said and done, what does that look like? Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today uh, is this idea of how is God leading Melissa and I as individuals um, into wisdom of being a father and a mother uh, in this season. So that being said, the question is lobbed up to you, my beautiful bride, uh, the mother of my child. Uh, with everything that's going on, what are you learning and how do you feel the Lord is leading you, guiding you into wisdom and being a mother? So I'm probably going to sound like a broken record because I've already talked about this on prior episodes. Pretty sure I talked about it in the Arrows episode and some of the other ones that we talked about. Um, But for me, I think the wisdom that God is 
um, stirring up in me to teach Micah is to first love God and then love others. And then, like I said, I know you've, you all of our listeners, you've heard this over and over and over again, but for me, this is a really big thing. I think it's really important for every person to have that foundation of having a relationship with God. Yes, Micah's only 20 months old and she's not going to understand what loving God means right now, but that's something that I can work on with her. I mean, one of her favorite books that we read every night is her Bible stories book. And she just loves pointing out the animals and the birds and just everything on the page and flips through every single page. And she wants to read it over and over and over again. And for me, I just feel called as a mother to just train her up in a household um, where we all love God. And eventually as she gets older, I hope that one day that she makes that decision on her own to follow after God and accept him as her personal savior. So that would be the first thing is to, um, love God and what I'm trying to work on of instilling in Micah as being her mother. The second thing, like I mentioned is loving others. Um, if you know our daughter, she is very outgoing and she will say hi to everybody she knows. She walks around like she owns the place, um, especially at church. And she just says bye to everybody. And she's a very happy going, loving spirit. She just, um, you know, you walk into the, she walks into the room and she immediately puts a smile on your face. And we've heard so much good things from her teachers at church. So she's just such a good girl. And it's so, it's so good to hear that. But with that and her personality, um, I, as a mother want, want to teach her how to love others, no matter what background a person comes from, no matter, no matter the color of their skin, what they believe in, what they don't believe in. I just want her to love everyone around her and to be a light in a dark, um, in a dark world is uh, something else that I constantly um, pray about and I journal about and I um, tell her is, um, you know, it's not easy loving everybody, especially people who we don't like and our enemies. And I'm sure as she gets older, she's going to learn um, you know, what that means is to love your enemies, even though she may not like it. But these are the two things that I really just want to instill in my daughter, um, to teach her and to give her wisdom in these two areas. That's good. How do you feel like you're doing with that? Um, it's, I'm not perfect. I think today was a perfect example of, I didn't have any patience with her. She was sick all weekend and just very whiny and needy. And I don't think I was very loving to her. And if I am to teach her to love God and love others, then I need to show love to her first. Um, no matter her attitude or how she's feeling or what she may be going through. Um, it's a constant reminder in my head and something that I constantly have to pray about I even do a Bible plan on the Bible app about um, being a parent to a child and, you know, raising up a child. And so I, like I said, I'm not perfect, but I think it's a, a something that I have to work on every single day in order to remind her and remind myself, like, you know, teaching her to love God and to love others. Yeah. 
I think uh, a misconception that a lot of parents have, and I think it's more prevalent in our society and our culture today with social media being um, in everybody's pocket, is that I, it's the concept of um, looking at the false representation of the perfect family mm-hmm. on um, on any social media that, man, that family looks like they have their act together. Their kids always look like they're well-groomed and on their best behavior and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and we want that. We desire that. And we hold that image in our head even when uh, we're not in public, when we're in our homes, yeah, away from people. And we still ex- have this expectation that, well, so-and-so's kid is so well-behaved when I see them or in photos or whatever, so... Micah, why can't you be yeah. well-behaved when we're at home? It's like, like comparison. Yeah, and it's just like, why can't you play independently while <laughs> I'm trying to clean the house? Yeah. Why can't you, you know, just sit there and watch TV for like two minutes while I'm on a phone call uh, instead of whining and wanting to be held and all those kinds of things? And it is. It's a trap. It's a trap that... Man, they look like they have their act together, and I bet you they're like that all the time. But if we uh, had a sneak peek behind the curtain mm-hmm. of any family that we tend to get envious of, yeah. I'm sure that we would see the mess um, in their life as well and go, huh, so your kid is a jacked up little sinner too. That's awesome. <laughs> um, no, that's good though. Um, I-, I think that there's real discipleship moments in there that whatever values that you're wanting to instill um, into Micah, uh, you can't just say it, but mm-hmm. you have to be, you have to show it to her above all else. Yeah. Um, you know, you can say, as Micah's getting older, Micah, I want you to love everybody and X, Y, Z, but then um, you can show that. But then if you're uh, unkind to her in private, then it totally sets a different um, perspective. Oh, yeah. I mean, and definitely, I would agree with you on that. And there's definitely more layers to loving others. Like one word you just said was kind. And that's something that that I think is part of loving others that I hope to teach Micah is like to be kind to those around her. You know, every, every morning when I drop Micah off at daycare, before I take her inside, we pray in the car. And I always tell her to be kind and to share and to be nice and to just laugh and giggle and just have a wonderful time with the kids. And um, I think it's really important to instill all those different layers of values within love so she knows the different ways and different um, things that she needs to do to love others um, around her. Yeah, that's good. I think that those are uh, great ways that the Lord is leading you guiding you in wisdom to be uh, a mother. Are you uh, surprised by my answer? No, I'm just no. saying it's a good answer. I was just curious. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were coming at me there for a second. No, I was just curious if you were surprised by my answer because I know that, like I said, I'm a broken record and I've said it millions of times on our episode, but it's just truly how I feel and I just didn't know if... Mm, no. No. Yeah. Still kind of felt like you're ready to like jump over and be like, no. do you expect something different? <laughs> all of a sudden, no. everybody, all of our listeners were going to get a glimpse of the behind the curtains of fighting within the McPherson household. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I do think that that's good. I uh, 
just kind of thinking on this question and uh, reflecting on it today since it was sparked from the uh, Bible reading that I was doing, the, the plan that I was doing, um, really got me thinking that it shifts within seasons. Hmm. Um, the wisdom that I need today in order to uh, be the best dad that I can be for Micah totally shifts tomorrow. And uh, it shifts next week. It shifts next month. It'll shift five years from now. Hmm. Um, and it's, and the shifting takes place on both ends. As Micah gets older and she becomes more understanding, I there's going to be a sense of wisdom and a guidance from the Lord that I'm going to need in order to understand, okay, how do I deal with a... Uh, five-year-old girl? Uh, how do I deal with a 10-year-old girl? How do I deal with a 15-year-old girl? Uh, how do I deal with a 20-year-old girl? Um, so there's that season change, but then there's also the seasons of the culture around us. Mm. Um, you know, we're obviously smack dab in the middle of uh, that right now. Um, you know, when Micah was born in 2019, uh, the world looked one way. Yeah. Uh, you and I were able to go in as a married couple into the delivery room with no questions about it. Mom, dad walking in, Micah was born, we're able to have visitors come in, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, if it would have been uh, a year later, not even a full year later, yeah. nine months, whatever it was for 2020 when um, COVID got started, it would have been completely different. I, to, in order to be the husband to support you as a, as my wife, uh, if you had been pregnant during COVID season, it would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. And I would have needed the Lord's guidance in that. Um, you know, being in tune with the Lord's heart in order to love his daughter well during that season. Um, so th- there's so many things that cause a shift on a daily basis that the guidance f- from the Lord for wisdom is a daily need, you know, it's kind of, it's going back to, um, and Jesus teaching his disciples to pray. And part of that prayer is, uh, give us our daily bread. It's mm. asking the Lord to give us what we need for that day, which would include wisdom, not just physical, but, uh, spiritual and wisdom and physical and everything else along those lines. Uh, Lord, what do I need in order to do what it is that you've called me to do today? Um, so I I say all that because as I was reflecting, like that, that was just the truth of the matter that what I need wisdom wise is going to change on a constant basis. Now, all that being said, there is something, or I could say someone who doesn't change and that's God. Mm. And the Bible says that, uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, uh, no matter what. 10 years ago look like, no matter what today looks like, no matter what 10 years from now looks like, if there's anything that I could do as a father to uh, Micah, and if there's anything that I could do as a husband to you, um, the best thing that I could do is lay down a foundation of this family, the McPherson family, I say the McPherson clan, um, our foundation is solely placed on Jesus first. That if there's anything that's going to motivate us to anything, towards anything, for anything, it's always going to be to and for and towards Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even what you were saying, 
and that guidance for Micah um, to love. Well, we don't know what love is unless it's rooted in Jesus. Yeah. Right? So um, that, that foundation has to be there for that instruction to be given. Um, for me, I remember uh, I got baptized a second time, which we can talk about whether or not multiple <laughs> baptisms is a thing or not um, later. But um, my best friend, Eric, uh, he's the one that baptized me the I second time. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, I, and I just recall, like, I had, like, this... I don't really want to say it was like I turned away from Jesus because I, I, I never turned away from Jesus um, per se. But, you know, I remember um, I, I just remember that there were times that, you know, I was uh, living with a coworker of mine at, at a time and I'd go home, visit my parents. And uh, my mom would ask me, you know, how are things and whatnot. And, you know, I would tell her my mom just constantly just talked about it, like, hey, I'm praying for you. Um, just all these things, right? Like my mom was setting down this firm foundation of this is who I am and this is what I'm doing for you. And, uh, and I've seen other parents do that too. Like, I'm not going to force my belief upon you, but you know, I am, I am going to be who I am. And if you want to know more about it or you want to follow along with it, that's completely up to you. Um, but, uh, when Eric baptized me, uh, I got the opportunity to do my, um, not full testimony, but the church that I was part of at the time gives everybody who's getting baptized then anyways, like a brief two minutes to say anything if they wanted to. And uh, I quoted this this proverb, um, it's Proverbs 22, verse 6. And the New Living Translation, it says, direct your children onto the right path, and when they're older, they will not leave it. Um, and I think that talking about this question of that guidance from the Lord, like, that's it for me. Hmm. If nothing else, at the end of the day, as Micah's getting older, if I can just instill, like, family values that we're all about Jesus, everything that we do is motivated towards, for, uh, on, and, and to Jesus, um, I think at the end of the day, Mike is going to be better for it. Mm. I think as she gets older, she may get swayed here and there, uh, you know, that comparison trap. But at the end of the day, I think because we have set the, the, um, rhythm in our family that is Jesus, Jesus, is Jesus, Jesus, um, Mike is just going to know that. Yeah. Uh, I think I like your answer better than mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, like. Even in even in this question, like as the father and as the husband of this household, that's what it's supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I've been charged by King Jesus to be the spiritual head for our family. So if I'm not doing my job and leading this family closer to uh, the Lord's heart and in obedience to the Lord, then I'm not doing my job. I'm yeah. being disobedient. Um, so, yeah, that that could be a completely different tangent as well. But, again, I think that it fits in line with that's the that's how I feel the Lord is leading me right now. Mm-hmm. Is, um, you know, as you said, before you drop off Micah, you guys are praying. Yeah. 
and, and Micah doesn't understand a lot of the stuff that we do. The praying before we eat, the praying before bed, the praying before being dropped off at daycare. Although she's starting to say amen, though. She is. But these are these are our routines. Yeah. And these are our rhythms. Uh, but she doesn't have the meat and potatoes behind it. Yeah, exactly. She just, she just knows that this is something that we do. But because we have established this as this is what the McPherson clan does, this is who we are as a family, um, we don't do these things because these are family tradition. We do these things because we have a relationship with, with Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And um, eventually what I believe is going to happen is because we have placed such a high value on our relationship with the Lord, you and me as her father and mother, and she sees us do these things, she's eventually going to develop that relationship with the Lord herself because as she sees the storm waves come and everything else, and she sees our um, um, our faithfulness to hold on to Jesus despite mm-hmm. whatever this world throws at us, um, she'll do the same thing. Yeah. She'll ask those questions and we'll be able to talk about it. Um, so yeah, for me, that's that's the guidance. That's the the wisdom guidance that I need for from the Lord um, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm going to need 20 years from now when Micah is, uh, I don't know, 40 years old and she's starting to date for the first time. She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna seek out um, advice from me, and, and I'm gonna need wisdom from the Lord on how to have those conversations with her because I want every every um, instruction I give to be rooted in the Lord. Um, so that's why I say, like, I'll need that wisdom on a daily basis, and that wisdom is going to look different on a daily basis, but the foundation to that wisdom stays the same. Hmm. That was a long answer. No, but it was good. It, it kind of made me think more about my answer and everything that you talked about because you're completely right. I need wisdom from God every day, if not every minute of the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, today was rough. Today was hard, to be honest with you. But I And I had to go in the room and close the door and just kneel on on my knees at the bed and just pray to God to just ask him for patience and for peace and just, just guidance of what to do with Micah because, you know, she she just wasn't feeling good and everything. And so I really like that, that it's not just an overarching thing of, um, wisdom that we need to instill in her, but it's, something that we need to ask God for guidance every single day in different situations. Mm. Um, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I, and what you just added to that even made me think a little bit more of, um, in every decision, right. In every decision that we have to make, what would happen if that's what we were teaching Micah that, um, in every decision that you have to make, uh, even when she's in school and she's doing her homework mm-hmm. and trying to answer a math problem that I won't help her with because I hate math. Um, but what if, we, what if we taught her, pray about it? Not this long, lengthy 30-minute prayer for one answer, but what if we were teaching her, man, Micah, the most important thing that you could ever do uh, is just seek the Lord's heart in everything that you do and every, every hurdle that you face. 
pause for a second. Don't try to force your own understanding. Don't try to force your own opinion. Don't get caught up in the moment, but stop. Enter into this moment of pause, this moment of rest, this moment of silence, and stop for a second. And before you lose your cool, before you give an off-the-cuff answer, before whatever, just stop for a second and say, Lord, how do I best represent you in this? Hmm. Can you give me your wisdom in this moment right now? I like that. I think what you just said is to stop. I think that that ties into discipline Mm -hmm. um, and how you respond as well, which is something that I know that I struggle with daily of like maybe, uh, you know, I should not have lashed out on her because she doesn't understand. Maybe I should have done this differently or, you know, showed her how to do something instead of just doing it myself. And so I like that of just stopping and just thinking about what you're going to say before you, you know, say something that you shouldn't. And I, I think that's that really goes into the getting with that wisdom from God. Yeah, because when we're reading through scripture, that's, I don't know, um, I'm sure there's other people that think through reading scripture the way that I do, but it's just like you you read through scripture and you see all the uh, the hypocrisy taking place and you see all of the disobedience that's taking place and you're like, dude, God, why don't you just do away with them? Like, get rid of these foolish Israelite people that you know keep turning their back on you over and over and over again, or they're they're disobedient to you over and over and over again. And God's got this long suffering to him, this patience to him. And uh, and we sit here and we're telling Micah, don't climb on that. Yeah. We're telling Micah, don't do this. <gasps> don't do that. Sit down on the couch. Sit down on the couch. And we start getting frustrated. Yeah. And what we show in that moment and what Micah is going to pick up on is the more that we give into the frustration, mm-hmm. the less we show off God's love mm-hmm. and God's patience. And uh, I, I think for us, again, seeking that wisdom from the Lord in those moments where we're getting frustrated, that's when we need to stop for a second and be like, okay, I'm getting frustrated. Am I experiencing it from myself and displaying to others, um, whoever's around at that moment, the long-suffering quality hmm. um, of who God the Father is? Which I think that's kind of like... We could probably talk about this forever as we continue <laughs> to unpack more and more of God's characteristics yeah. within this question. Um, but I think like there's there's a little bit of that too that we have to keep in mind that when answering the question, when we're seeking the Lord's wisdom and being you know a parent, we have to remember He's the best example of a parent mm-hmm. because we are His kids. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when we're seeking that great example of what it means to be long suffering, to be loving, to be kind, to be, um, you know, full of goodness, we simply need to look toward, towards God first and ask ourselves when we feel getting, we feel like we're getting out of control in some of those moments, like, man, am I displaying God's character in this moment? Um, especially to, in the sense of what our, our topic is, especially to our kids. So, Good talk. Oh, yeah. Good talk. Good start of 2021. Yes, of Man. course. All right. Uh, well, do you have anything to add on our conversation for this evening, no. this day? 
we're recording in the evening, but you, the listener, you're listening whenever. So whatever <laughs> time it is for you, anything to add for this blank part of the day? No, I don't think so. No? All right. Uh, well, as always, we love to pray for you all as we close out our episodes. Um, I guess I'm going to be praying for all of us today. So this evening, this whatever part of the day we're at. <laughs> so let's pray. Well, Father, we just thank you for this time. God, we are so excited to be in 2021. Um, there's a lot from this past year that uh, we can look back on and we can say, uh, what the heck just happened? Uh, and God, we can reflect on uh, all the craziness that took place. Uh, God, we can hold on to a whole bunch of hope that this next year is going to be even better. Um, but God, ultimately what I pray for is that we would all just uh, hold on to you and we will seek your face. God, if there's any wisdom that is needed for anybody who's listening, um, Father, not just in parenting and not just in relationships, uh, but God, in life in general, we know that this life is full of choices. Um, so God, I pray that before a decision is made, uh, I pray that everybody, including uh, Melissa and myself, that we would just stop, pause for a second, uh, even if it's just two seconds, to sit there and say, hey, God, I need to make a decision here, and I, I'm thinking this, but Father, guide me in the right place. Um, God, I just pray that we would all seek you, that maybe small moments like that will lead to bigger moments of just seeking your face in everything that we do. So Father, we thank you for um, this podcast, something that was birthed out of a pandemic, um, and God, we believe that you're going to do mighty things with it. We believe that you're going to bless people through it. Uh, so, Father, we will be diligent to, to continue on with this thing that you've birthed in life and rhythm. So, God, we love you, and we lift this up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, we will catch you next time on the Life and Rhythm podcast. See you later. Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear and have benefited at all from what we have going on, we would appreciate you rating us and leaving a review. Your feedback helps us get you content that you need to find rhythm in your own life and helps get this podcast out to more people. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of the Life in Rhythm podcast. God bless.